0: Welcome to the Ground, Path, and Fruition podcast. This is your host, Octavio Fuentes. I am the founder and CEO of the GPF Group, a coaching and consulting company. This episode, episode one, is about purpose and whether or not we are aware of what our purpose is. Are we living in alignment with are we connected with it? Are we living in integrity with it? And is whatever we're doing and thinking in our daily lives aligned with it? Are we doing and thinking things that move us towards our purpose or against our purpose? Recently, I attended a webinar put forward by the International Coaching Federation, the ICF, and in that coaching conversation, or in that webinar, they talked about, um, they had four outstanding coaches who focus on coaching executives around the world, Uh, wonderful people, the, the types of clients that they coach, the career that they have as coaches is amazing. They really are doing some amazing work, especially with the impact on the broader world, which is such a beautiful thing. One thing that they were talking about or the topic of the conversation, the webinar, was about leading in a future of work, workplace. Leading in this post-pandemic or ever pandemic situation that we're living through and what each of the coaches spoke about in talking about the CEOs and executives that they coach one thing that was common and you know what they've seen in their couple of years of practicing um they're coaching with these executives throughout the pandemic is how many executives and CEOs are really looking to connect with their wellness with their well-being and underlying all of that is their purpose the pandemic has just topsy-turvy at everything that we knew yeah, At the end of 2019, whatever was status quo is no longer status quo. Just so many different ideas have been introduced. Our personal lives have been affected in different ways. All of us individually have experienced a pandemic differently. Some, Some more acute than others. Some not at all, in but in all kinds of different ways, and some just recognizing the impact that it's had on the broader world, on employees of organizations, on the employees we lead, and on our lives as leaders, and as people outside of our roles and, and labels. So what's interesting is that these individuals that have these executive types of positions, titles, they've come themselves to these points of recognizing that whatever they were doing before was what they were doing before and it wasn't necessarily tied to purpose and recognizing that whatever happens next Has to be deeper. There has to be a deeper meaning. Why is it that I come into work? Why is it that I devote 40, 50, 60, 70 plus hours a week to this thing that I'm doing? Is it aligned with my bigger purpose? What is my purpose? What is my life purpose? What is my life purpose right now? And I think that that really is um, such a great topic to talk about because it's something that i am been very curious about because I think we spend so much of our time uh, trying to hit the check boxes and check marks of the things that we've been conditioned to achieve. There are certain milestones that socially we're conditioned to hit throughout the course of our life, throughout the course of our uh, career. Um, Am I moving up the organizational ladder? Am I career progressing? Am I receiving regular pay increases? Um, Did I hit six figures? do I negotiate for more for the next step and on and on. Sometimes we may ask, did I, did I make impact? How am I making impact? But how often do we ask, is this the impact that I want to be making? Is this the impact that's connected to purpose? If we ask at all, right? Recently, I was talking to a prospective client. And they have a very comfortable position, uh, leadership position, and they have come to a point where they're considering early retirement because they're just not feeling connected to the role that they're in. And it's a role that they've mastered. They're a subject matter expert, Uh, they're in the leadership position. They have teams that report to them and very well respected. But they just feel so disconnected from the work. The struggle that this person's going through is at the point of their life and career that they're at, they can opt for early retirement or hang on for several more years to hit their full retirement. And the question really is around this idea of these handcuffs that we place on ourselves, thinking, well, I've dedicated all this time to this organization and I've hit all these marks. I can see the finish line out in the distance I might as well just finish. The problem is, including with this person, is that the idea of spending three to five more years in this role with this level of emptiness, the lack of purpose or connection to purpose, is just so soul draining that it's affecting their broader health and also their perspective of the, themselves. It's too easy for us to choose the handcuff option. Screw it. I'll hang out for the three to five years. I'll get the full retirement, and I can figure it out later. Or I can th- take the early retirement, just hit eject now, and figure it out. Both would be reasonable options or decisions to make. I don't think there would be much argument for that. As long as it's being made as a conscious choice. One of the greatest freedoms we have as human beings is the freedom to choose. And we really don't give ourselves the credit or really take on the responsibility of recognizing when we choose or don't choose. And most often, we make subconscious choices that lead us down paths, and it's just you know this thing that has you know pre- been prepared for us, and we just go down the path, and we're doing our thing. But those are choices that we're making. You know, it's we're we're the one to walk down the path, but we really earn our power or really recognize our power when we make that conscious choice of I'm going to stay and these are the reasons I'm staying knowing that the alternative is B, C or D. When you're making that conscious choice at least you know that you've made the choice the reasons that you've made it what you're compromising what you're choosing against what you're choosing for and if you can make that conscious choice then it's something that you've chosen, it's yours. Now, when you consider that most often we don't have a clear purpose, what would happen if you, or let's say in this case, this client, this prospective client, spend time defining their purpose? If they were to spend the time and search within themselves what is their life purpose what is the vision they have for their life what are are the values they would live that purpose by and then overlay that over the life that they're living would it be Uh. In alignment would what the person is doing be in alignment with their purpose their vision their values and if you have both that clarity of who you are and the choices or the options to choose from in front of you then you're really making a more conscious choice Because now you're evaluating the um, retirement or this path that you're you've been on for the last 20 30 years versus this is my soul and this is what it needs this is its purpose in this life and what impact it wants to have now If that overlay is in alignment, then fantastic. You've been doing the thing. If it's not, then you have to make the choice. Am I willing to compromise this finite time that I have on this planet and this purpose that I feel like I have, this impact that I want to have on the planet, this vision that I have, or do I want to hit the marks of this social conditioning of this career that I've created for myself again the great thing is that it would be a conscious choice now how do we, do, how do we define purpose well something that's different for everybody there are questions to be asked and I think that especially in a coaching relationship, those are the types of things that we talk about because so many of our clients are struggling thinking that, um, they have a certain problem in their life that, uh, if they could only achieve, you know, this one metric, if they could only achieve this performance that they're trying to achieve, then that's when they're going to find themselves, feel good about themselves. Oftentimes, what we find is that that um, outcomes-based mindset is very empty, right? Because we may say, uh, I will not be fulfilled until I, I do an Iron Man. Okay, so... You invest all the time, the energy, the resources, the sweat, the pain, sometimes the the blood, and you achieve the the goal. Let's say you fully fulfill that uh, goal of participating in an Ironman competition. There's a feeling of satisfaction that you were able to achieve the goal okay so so what's next what's what's the bigger thing and oftentimes what people feel is this emptiness um there's this example that's been used in the past about the astronauts that went up on the uh to to the moon the first people that walked on the moon and when they came back to uh earth they spent the next decades of their lives feeling empty unfulfilled um some picking up some um unskillful habits because they just were the ones that walked on the moon and they had nothing else or they felt like they had nothing else to to do because what do you do after you walk on the moon? It's an outcomes-based mindset. Or let's say that you trained for the Ironman competition and you break a leg or, um, just something happens where it doesn't work out and you don't accomplish. The goal of getting to the Ironman Man competition, you just comp- don't compete at all. Again, in an outcomes-based mindset, it's uh, binary. You either win or you lose. You check the box or you don't check the box. And either way, there's a possibility that there might be some emptiness as a result of the achieving or not achieving It's that binary. I did it or I didn't do it. And then what? When we're taking a mastery mindset, maybe if you have a well-defined purpose of why you're doing the Ironman competition, how that is connected to your broader purpose, your broader mission in, in life, your vision, your values, And whether or not you achieve the goal of participating in that competition, whether you succeeded in participating in the competition and maybe even won, or just catastrophically lose in the competition, you know that there's learning there. And it wasn't a matter of winning or losing or getting there or not getting there it was to learn through the process because you knew that going through this process was going to give you some learning opportunities that would feed the broader purpose that you're living that in this mastery mindset you're not trying to win or lose You're developing into your purpose. You're developing into the bigger essence of your life. So that's the purpose that we're all trying to figure out. And just to share uh, for myself, um, over the last year or so, I was working with my uh, coach And uh, because of my background coming from poverty and coming from uh, very different or difficult uh, challenges, my vision or ability to vision was very short-sighted. My coach often tried to get me to uh, do these visioning exercises. I just couldn't do it. As I told her to use a metaphor, if I'm on the road, And I'm expected to envision uh, much further ahead on on the highway and be able to see what's coming up. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't visualize. And what I told her was, all I can really see is the hood of the car. I can't look beyond that because my life had always been shaped around this kind of, Black mindset that all I had space for was to worry about what was immediately next, not what was coming, not what was possible, none of that. For me, it's what's my immediate need, right? So if I can look at the hood or just beyond the edge of the hood onto what's immediately in front of the, the vehicle that I'm traveling through life. That's all I had, and in working with my coach um there was you know this you know challenging of these ideas that I had, you know this um deconstructing the ideas and the limiting beliefs that had shaped me throughout my life that had served me that the you know these limiting beliefs. They they serve us, you know. We they they gave us the the bumpers to to keep us safe. But at some point, if we have the drive, we evolve beyond them, and they no longer serve us. Unfortunately, the bumpers don't automatically release themselves. They continue. They continue to exist. They continue to assert themselves to continue to protect ourselves. These are not. You know bad things are not evil things, uh but those little gremlin voices that we hear you know in the back of our head saying, "Why are you even wanting to try that? you know, you're not supposed to do things like that. people like us aren't supposed to you know get into these kinds of positions. who else do you know that's been doing this kind of work why would, why do you think you would do it all these different things right and those are all just the stories that we tell ourselves. They're not true. They're just what we say. There's just the limiting beliefs that hold us back. And when, through working with my coach, when I was able to create space, and this is where I'll, as much as I will credit my, my coach, this is also where I'll credit the going within my mindfulness practice. Um My practice journaling, asking myself questions, my um, practice in meditation when these thoughts and stories would come up, and I could see them experience them, as thoughts and stories. And the wonderful thing about mindfulness meditation is as you experience or you become aware, of these thoughts and these stories, you release, you let go. And that power to let go and bring yourself back to the present moment is an amazing power. Because this thing, this idea, this thought, this feeling that may have been such a driver in my life what had shaped the way that I perceive the world or the things that would happen to me or how um, I would experience the world you let go of it and you start to question well what is what, what else is real what else has been um, holding me back and The power of um, mindfulness is that you start creating this space between yourself and the thought, the stories. And in that space of awareness, that space that's created, you create yourself for yourself. This wonderful opportunity to choose back to this principle of, the most wonderful freedom is the freedom to choose. Now, when I experience life, I get to choose. The story that I've heard throughout my life, that I've told myself, as I'm considering this opportunity, as I'm considering creating this business, I hear these voices. There's these limiting beliefs that I that come up, they're the same that have come up throughout the course of my life. And I've seen them as just phenomena. I've seen them as thoughts, as stories. They're not real. So do I choose to do these things that I'm considering um with the perspective of the limiting belief or the story? Or I be fearless and step into that choice and recognizing that that limiting belief has been there, honoring it, thanking it for keeping me safe in the past, but choosing against it, choosing with intuition. And by doing that work now, I've been able to vision, I've been able to melt off You know, these things that I've been carrying for the majority of my life and by removing those opaque, dirty goggles that were very limiting in the way that I was perceiving the world and my experience of it and now seeing with clarity, with stability and with strength, now... I can sit down and vision. Now I can sit down and work my purpose and work and write out my purpose based on my values. And just going through that exercise and writing it down and having it for myself has been life-changing because now whatever I do, whether it's in my personal life, my professional life, I have something to evaluate. Is this in alignment with my purpose? Is this in alignment with my values? Is this uh, in alignment with my vision and my personal mission? And it's so interesting to have that f- for myself because even projects that uh that I do uh I consider yeah this this actually is very aligned with my vision and my my purpose. And then there's other things that come up. It's like, Oh no, that's, that's not in alignment with anything that that I'm interested in doing. Um, maybe in the past I would have done it because, uh, you know, it, I, I thought maybe it would earn me some, um, credibility or maybe I I felt like it would earn me some, um, respect of some kind professional, whatever. Um, but, you know, it it would have been just something to to do. Now I have my compass that points me. This is my purpose. This is the direction that I want in my life. This is the vision, my mission, my values driven. And this thing that I'm choosing to to do might be towards the direction of my purpose, or maybe it, it would take me away from purpose. And again, having that choice of Yeah, I'm still going to do it because, um, you know, I know that it's going to be in benefit to X, Y, or Z, but it's a choice. It's a choice that I'm making consciously against the purpose that I've defined for myself. Or maybe I'll say, no, I appreciate the opportunity being presented to me, but it is not in alignment with what I'm doing. So thank you. But I'm going to to pass, and just having that muscle, you know, build up of being able to say yes or no, either way, but based on the resistance of, here's the weight of my purpose. This is how I want to live my life. This is the impact that I want to have on the world, um, on my family, on my community, on all beings on this planet and now it's a choice and just having that is one of the most powerful things because if i'm at work and i'm in the leadership position and i'm not happy or or grounded in my purpose then what kind of decisions what's the quality of the decisions that I'm making, what's the quality of relationships that I have with my employees, uh, what is the quality of engagement that I have with the business and my employees. How is that reverberating across the organization? How is that impacting the lives of others? Because I am not connected with my purpose. And if I'm, if my purpose that is yet to be defined uh, is not in alignment with what I'm currently doing then what other damage am I doing to my employees, my organization, or to myself? If I were to be clear about my purpose and I'm in absolute alignment with my role and what I'm doing and the impact that I'm trying to do, then how would I show up to my role, having that level of clarity to fuel a passion that wasn't there anymore? So, That's my conversation about purpose. I'm really interested in hearing from folks how you think about purpose, whether or not you're clear about your purpose. And um, if you're interested in joining me in a conversation for a future podcast episode about your purpose, how you came to your purpose, how you live your purpose, or maybe even how you're not connected to purpose or how you're unclear to purpose and how you show up uh, that would be uh, awesome to have a conversation if this is a topic that uh, speaks to you so um, leave comments Uh, contact me through my social media at the gpf group on twitter instagram and let me know what you think and let me know if this helps you. I'm going to continue to to be making these episodes probably every 10 days or so. And um, at times I'll have interview guests and I've already had a number of acquaintances reach out interested in being guests and I'm looking forward to having those conversations. And other other times, I'm just going to be talking about these types of topics because I think they're important for us to have, especially if you are in an organization leading people. Because one of the purposes or one of the impacts that I want to have is that I get from this book by Jerry Colonna uh, titled Reboot is that uh, the impact that one can have, especially a coach, can have on the on leader is if I can help you become a better leader and you as a better leader help create impact and make better people at work then better people will make better leaders it's a cyclical thing that happens and the way that that reverberates outside of a workplace and goes into the world is something that really is connected to me and I think that as part of that is if we can get clear about our clarity and whether we're working towards it or against it is something that can be super helpful. So uh, I think these topics serve that purpose and I'm really interested in your thoughts. I look forward to talking to you through our social media and through our next podcast episode. Take care. If you need information, check us out at thegpfgroup.com.